a great Australian sprinter, nature's type, and Dave McDonald, and look how far they've won by. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying! The autumn sun, boy, you'll have to be good to win from there. Artorias pounces, bombs them, and wins! Welcome everybody to our first ever just tipping show this weekend. A bit of a a, a bit of a new strategy from the CEO and us. So I'm excited. To, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure everybody's listened to the recap of last week where we gave our unwarranted opinions of the of the races that have been, and now we're going to give our more than warranted opinions of the races that has come this weekend. And we've got two Group Ones this weekend for the first time in a while. We've got the Group One Golden Rose up at Rose Hill, and we have the Group One Underwood Stakes down at Caulfield. We will start at Rose, at Rose Hill as per usual. Race one is, is the Tab Highway, class two of 1,500 metres. And for a for a highway, it's actually one of the better highways I've seen. Number one, take the kitty. He was absolutely a moral beat in last start. I did make it a bet the other week, but it was it was, it was scratching that race. Number two, Stormy Witness was a 40-odd dollar or so winner last start at uh, Rose Hill and is backing up again, and you're getting $20 a win for that. Number six, atmospheric rock at seven fifty has been like been you know, tipped around in these uh, highways as well. So there's pre- there's some pretty good horses in this race. I definitely couldn't make a tip because it's actually one of the tougher highways that I've seen to have a bet in. But actually, betting wise, I would be leaning number two, Stormy Witnesses way simply because it's paying twenty twenty dollars a win and four eighty a place. It's been running the group ones and had a pretty good. Uh, fresh up win last start. So I'm not going to make an official tip, but if you are looking to have a, a roughie in the first race at Rose Hill, definitely have a go at number two, Stormy Witness. Race two is the midway. Benchmark 72 with 1,300 metres. And yeah, a bit of a meh race once again. These highways and midways don't really do it for me, especially when the midway has like 19 horses in it. does not really entertain me at all. There's a $2.30 favourite in here, Peace Officer, for Nashua Wheeler, that... I don't really know much about it. Uh, number two, Flying Destiny is going for three wins in a row, and that's paying six bucks. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, nothing that I can really tip with too much confidence in it. doesn't really tickle my fancies, and I think I'm definitely going to keep my powder dry for some further races. Race three is the Irresistible Pools and Spars Benchmark 88 over 1,900 metres, and we do have a bet in this race, and it's number eight, Marquess. My question, how good are you are going up going up against each other once again? But how good are you? Who did knock him off last start? I'll give him that. He's drawn gate nine of 11. Uh, will be gate nine of 10 now with the scratching of Braden Star. Uh, you're getting $2 out of your win for how good are you, and you're getting 340 for my quest. How good are you's drawn nine is, and is a leader, so it's going to have to do some work really to get across and lead. My quest has drawn three for Zach Lloyd, $3.40. Is going to get an absolute peach of a run in behind the speed. The rail is out two meters, so it might. It's definitely going to play a bit more leaders. But I think the I think how good are you was pretty much running out of pretty pretty much running out of gas last out of eighteen hundred meters, whereas Marquez was still hitting the line and looked like he needed further. And they're both up an extra hundred meters now. Marquez sticks with Zach Lloyd. Gate three is going to get a better run than how good are you? When I think three dollars forty is a better bet. In my opinion, then how good are you to win a two dollars eighty? I was a bit nauseous, bit bit wary of Braden Star, but he's since been scratched, so we can move that one to the side. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely happy to back my quest number eight in race three at Rose Hill. Race four is the Petaluma there's the Petaluma Heritage Stakes over eleven hundred meters, and Jack's Beanstalk is going around here. Is it? Yep, number four Osmosis for Rachel King and Beyond Baker. 
undefeated, going for three, going for three out of three. First up now, had an absolute dominant trial win just recently. Only nine horses in the race, so still only needs to come top three. I might get a might get a scratching or two, so still might only need to come in the top three. Actually, I need to put this on now while I'm live. Are you going game. top three? You going the win? No, I'm going top three. Ain't it safe? That's, that's all I was thinking is I've, I don't care what it is. It's it's not a savings club. It's a put your life on it and just hope the God it wins. But with a nine horse race, we get a scratching. It shouldn't really matter. It should still at least place. I think his first two wins were absolutely dynamite. Loves Rose Hill. It's, it's going up against Royal Tribute. Royal Tribute, who did have a win first up this prep, who it did beat last up. But I think from Gate Seven, Rachel King. It's gonna it's gonna have to lead and win. But I think with the rail out too, it's definitely going to favour on pace runners for the day. So where are we up to? How much have we got in the kitty? We've got ninety four dollars. Good start. <laughs> Hey, we started with fifty. We've we've had a lot of deductions because we 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 do put the bets on early, but that's just the nature of the beast. So we're doing ninety four dollars and eighteen cents for the place, confirm, and that's put on. So that's the beanstalk bet. But I am backing it for a win as well. It should be winning, like the like Rose Hill does tend to favor does tend to favor on pace runners, and Osmosis is exactly that. I haven't liked to touch anything yet, so I will be joining you this week. There's just nothing that's grabbed. Yeah, no, I, I, it took me a while, but yeah, I think I've, I think Osmosis is a pretty good bet first up. On page runner, Rose Hill rails out too. Rachel King beyond Baker looks a pretty good bet for me. And it might even drift on the day, I'm not too sure, but I'm definitely happy to take uh, the 220 that's available now. Race five is the James Squire Colvin Stephen quality over 2400, and don't know about this race. Athabaskan was a good win last up, but hadn't hadn't won in a while, and I just I just don't know about the form. I think everything else in the race is kind of the same. These staying races, I tend to not really bet in staying races as much unless I'm overly keen on one. Desert Icon does have Ryan Morris coming over from Europe to ride in this meeting, so that's definitely a good lean from the Chris Waller camp. But I think it hasn't really been a good form. Nothing for me. At the moment. Yeah, just doesn't really look like a good betting race to me. So. I'm pretty happy to steer clear of race five. Race six is the racing and sports golden pennant of 1,400 metres at Nashville Wheeler. Number two, Espiona, Chris Chris Waller, 1,400 metres second up. Just looks perfect in my opinion. Yep. Coming out of the Sunshine in Paris race, he's already booked in for an Everest. Second up, last prep, one of 1,400 metres uh, at Sandown. Looks to, looks to go again, second, hundred meter, second up, 1,400 metres here again. Rose Hill looks like the track to beat it at. I think it did win a Group One here last prep, if I'm correct. Yeah, it, it did win a Group One here. Not much, to, not too much else in the race can really. I think Zoo Gotcha and Atishu were definitely the other class runners in the race, but Zoo Gotcha and Atishu are also coming out of the Sunshine in Paris race, where Espiona definitely had the best section of the race, and arguably had the best run of the race behind Sunshine in Paris. So from that race in that form, I had to stick with Espiona in two seventies. Probably not a bad price. I reckon it will drift. So probably wait to the day to bet on it. But I'm definitely going to be backing Espiona in that race. I will go against you here for my first of the day. I'm going the number one at Tissue. Yeah. Uh, I think Walla and we'll obviously have the f- first three horses. Joe Maria, a massive way. booking. Yeah. So I think $5.50 um, at this current time. The number one, obviously the barrier is not great. Coming out at eight, but if it can get to the front early, um, I think that it should get up and be the CEO's first of the day at Rose Hill. Beautiful. Race seven is the Ned Whiskey Shannon Stakes over 1,500 metres and a bit of a 
tough race once again, but the one who I do want to back is the favorite again, and that's Waterford. Uh, coming to the Golden Mile and the inevitable race last out of Rose Hill, and th- those two have – Golden Mile is already a Group 1 winner, and the inevitable has been running behind uh, Mr. Brightside and Cohen, the All-Star Mile earlier in the year. Inevitable reeled off some massive section was late in that race, and Waterford absolutely loves Rose Hill. Second up, gun, 14, 1,500 metres up from 1,300 metres just looks perfect. 310 is pretty short, I, I admit, but I think in the race – it's going to drift. Like I can't imagine this staying a three ten favorite. More than it's already drifted from two eighty to three ten. So I reckon you're going to get a better price on the day. But I am definitely leaning number seven, Waterford's way in the Shannon Stakes. Race eight is the Kia Golden Rose Group One over fourteen hundred meters. And Jesus is a good race. Oh yeah, number three cylinder four dollars eighty favorite. And the VP himself Ben Hicks has declared this as just wins. Massive call. He's he's really big on it, and obviously he's listened to the episode as well. But this is his time to shine. If he wants to be a part of the lottery and get his way in, he might be the VP. But Cylinder's got to get up. It's a great horse. I it hope is. he can do it. It's one of the tough. It's, it's probably one of the toughest races of the entire day. Number one, Milbert's rise is nearly a favourite for the Caulfield Guineas. Looks to be set to go on to bigger and better things. So. Don't know how he's going to go second up. I'll back him in here. Yeah, Golden uh, Shinzo is the golden golden super champ from earlier in the year. Ryan and Cap's a good horse too. Yeah, Ryan Moore's come back across the rider from Europe. He's specifically specifically come here just for this ride and been booked around it ever since. But first up over fourteen hundred meters. Don't know about that. It's, big, Cil- it's a big quaddy race. It is. Cylinder looks pro- like his last win. I wasn't. I was very cautious about him first up over that race. Betting on him second race, but Jeezy just proved how good he is second up, and he looks to, it looks prime to go here third up. Four dollars eighty looks too good. King Colorado has been tipped around massive this prep, and is best for the day for this person on the betting app I'm looking at, which is absolutely massive. Yeah, it's best huge. Bit of, best bit of the day. Seven, it. it's seven dollars into five fifty, so he probably more than had to like it go on the quaddy. Does come out of the wing stakes behind Fangirl and Princess Grace, which is, has absolutely massive form right around right now. ANCAP did have a dominant win first up, had the best last sectionals of its race. Nadal was also a good run in that race coming out of the ANCAP race, but just has drawn 13 here and is, it, and is nominated for one of the races earlier in the day. So not really too sure what race they're going to stick to. Uh, but number 13, Charmstone, Barrier 1, Damian Lane is coming up from Melbourne just to ride this horse. This is the horse he's been booked to ride for the day. $6 a win from that. Bloody tough Golden Rose, in my opinion. I'm going with militarized each way. Yep. Number like one, it. 950 a win, 290 a place. I think second up, 1,400 meters. Joe Maria is sticking with is an absolute lock, for my opinion. I like the price is just through the roof. I think 290 a place is probably a better bet, but I like you have to have a bet on it just for the win at $9.50. Very wary of cylinder. I'm. I would be laying Shinzo. I'm happy to wear – if he wins 1,400 metres first up, that just – Shinzo's in for a massive prep. But the Golden Slipper Curse tends to revel around with these horses, so I'm definitely happy to lay it first up over 1,400 metres. King Colorado is definitely going to go on the quaddy, but I just don't know if I can back it at 550. Like, definitely has some good form, but I just don't know if I can do it or not. NCAP's going to go on the quaddy, and Charmstone definitely has to go on there, but – Phillies don't have a good record in the race and don't really know how. I think Barrier One's probably the best barrier for it, but I just don't know if it has the class of cylinder and militarized. I think the Sydney form is definitely better form. So 
we will wait and see, but I'm definitely happy to back Militarise each way in the Golden Rose. Number nine is the Shandon Benchmark 88 over 1,400 metres. And I've got a little Benny 2 bets in this race. I've got to stick with my black booker here, Charlton Lane, $2.60. Been, only just been knocked off by Ryan Berg last start, down, coming down from Melbourne, back up back up to the Sydney way of going. Looks to be going absolutely beautiful. I think the Sydney way of going is definitely its preferred way of going, so I have to stick with Charlton Lane. But the other one I'm backing is Godolphin and Zach Lloyd, Parade. That horse is just absolutely dynamite now. That Garza Blanca form, who knew he just – Nearly to five a track pattern last last start last week at Ramick just goes to show how good that form is and four dollars forty a win for Zach Lloyd and James Cummings looks a pretty good bet in my humble opinion. Absolutely, mate. But there is a first on this podcast, I believe. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I am going with the trifecta for this race. That is a first. That is a Congratulations. first. Congratulations! I'd love to see this get up. I will put this on the socials, by the way. Nine, eleven, and seven. Uh, Seven. Yep. So box them. For undefeated first up journalism. Yes. Three from three. I, liked it. I didn't want to go one out on it. I thought I'll place it. And I'm like, well, the other two are going to place. That's obviously the theory behind it. But um, so, I, I was neck trifecta. and neck on nine and 11. So I'm like, I'm going the trifecta here, boys. What about a. I might even do. Um, like, that's. I'll, I'll give you the. I'll probably do that too. But I reckon. Like a, a, box, a, a, a box same race. Or, or like a same race multi order. Or over in yeah, my top four. That looks, I reckon that's a little bit better. I probably will do the trifecta as well, but yeah, I, that's definitely the first trifecta I've had on this show. Yep, there it is. E- expecting big things from the CEO himself. He's back. Race 10 is the tab we're on, benchmark 78, over 1,100 metres. And I do want to back, like, Mogo Magic is around here, but he's drawn 16 of 20. I honestly reckon they're going to scratch it. I don't think they're going to run it. Just due to the barrier? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be – like it's it's an on-pace runner. It's going to have to do heaps of work there from barrier 16. Ben's mark 78. Not a big fan. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's like everything else the right – like I I couldn't back. And I think Ojai's definitely been running some massive form, but it's got Damian Lane. 750 is probably not a bad bet, but I generally think that Mogo Magic is going to come out. They're going to scratch and the market's just going to be deducted through hell. So I definitely wouldn't be betting on it right now because you're going to get massive deductions when Mogo Magic, if he does come out. And even if he does, like, I just don't think it's worth it. Like, he's undefeated. I, I don't think they want to ruin his record um, over 1,100 metres and they've drawn shit. So I really don't think, like, my opinion is I would, I'd scratch him. But yeah. I, like, so other than that, I couldn't tip anything in the race because the market's going to change massive and I'm definitely not keen to play in this race early. If, if he does go around, I probably will have a bet on him late just in case because he's just his, he's the class in the race. He deserves to win, but it's going to be hard to win from barrier 16. I'm going to go with number five and minor, this is a minor wager for each way on it. Obviously, yep. you don't want to be loading up on something no. like that. It's paying huge odds at the moment, 27 bucks and 750 for a place. Sam Cliverton is a good jockey, and I just think, I don't know, it's, it's had previous wins. It's, it's won four out of 12 races in a couple of seconds, so um, 50% of the time it's there. It's just whether or not it can get it done in this last race here. So we'll have to see how we go depending on how the track pulls up. Beautiful. So I think that's about it for our Rose Hill preview. Hopefully there's a couple of winners in there and hopefully we've steered you into a few. So we're going to head to a quick break now and then we'll come back with our preview of Caulfield. Stop it. Underwood Stakes Day at Caulfield this weekend. Pretty good card. The Underwood Stakes is a massive race. 
alligator blood is backing up input from the second last week against Mr. Brightside and Co. Definitely a bit to break down on that race with some resuming horses kicking off their spring campaigns in that race. So we will look forward to race nine on the program. We will start at race one as per usual. Is the punters.com.au benchmark 70 over a mile? And number three, shock them over for Craig Williams. Just should be winning, to be completely honest. First up first up at CNN, only got pipped by 0.2 of a length, over 1,400 metres. Better over a mile, second up. Craig Williams, barrier nine, probably going to have to get back and do a bit of work weight, bit of work late, but that's pretty much just what the horse does. It's a get back run on horse, and I think Caulfield should be playing pretty fairly for the day. Everything else in this race probably doesn't have the form that he does. Got to carry 60 kgs, which is a fair bit, but I think the form he's been in and the horses he's been racing up against definitely should stack up here in a benchmark 70. Uh, but, yeah, he looks a pretty good bet. Probably not a great bet, but he's definitely my on-top pick, and I definitely will be having a bet on him at $2.05 currently. Race two is the Living Legends Foresight Benchmark 78 over 2,000 metres. And Huey Bowman's back. He's been over in Hong Kong for a while, riding winners over there for fun. And he's back here to ride uh, one of our horses in the Underwood Stakes. I can't remember his main ride for the day, but he's back at Caulfield for the day. He's riding the favourite, number two, first immortal, but he's going to carry 63 kilograms, which is a bit of weight. Um, yes, it is. He's coming off that good run last up behind. Uh, Ain't no deal done. The quaddy breaker at Mooney Valley the other week. It looked like he probably should have gone past him, but that was over a mile, up there at 2,000 metres, which is definitely his better suit. But he's, they're all like a lot of people, a lot of horses in this, like I think the first four or five are coming out of the exact same race. And they're all back in this race now from benchmark 90s down to benchmark 78s, and they've all got to carry a fair bit of weight. 63 kgs is a fair bit to carry in a 2,000 metre race. So I don't really know if I can, I don't think I can tip him, but he definitely would be my on top selection. If he drifts on the day, probably will definitely. I'm probably going to bet on him either way, but I couldn't tip him with 63 kilos on from barrier one. Number nine for me, mate. Number Chandon Birch, Damien Oliver, massive. 56 and a half kg is definitely yep. better than 60. <laughs> definitely better than 63. Yep. And he really likes. I think it's underrated. Damien Oliver likes a winner early, so I think uh, at seven dollars fifty currently, um, or each way, obviously, I'm going to be tipping. in his in his retirement run. Mm-hmm. Good on him. So, yeah, a couple of tips there. Number nine for the CEO and not, uh, pretty much a no-bet race for me from tipping-wise. Race three is the Pancare Recycle Plate over 1,200 metres and red card. I'm tipping it. it. Probably wouldn't say it's best bet of the day or anything, but, geez, $1.65 against this field is actually probably deserving. Nothing else in this race. just got nothing near it. Just beat Smashing Eagle, who was, who, who was my best bet of the day the other weekend. Up at uh, Rose Hill when it's just coming down here to, to get our riches. Blake Shin, James Cummings. We'll get it's drawn gate four. We'll just go through, the, go up to the lead. Should just Caulfield is definitely more of a leader's, definitely more of a leader's track than others. Unbeaten second up, unbeaten number twelve hundred meters. I just I really can't say it losing. To be completely honest, you get a dollar sixty five a win. Not the best odds, but definitely. Still backable odds, and it, sh- it should be winning. I-, I couldn't tip anything else in the race to beat it, so definitely going to make number one a bet in race three. Race four is the here for the horses, benchmark 84 over 1,400 metres, and this is actually a pretty good race. Our Red Morning's been coming off a couple of good wins in at Sandown and Co. Going up against Yellow Sam and Nunthorpe, who were racing a pretty good one the other weekend at Caulfield. 
at Horace me. Yeah, none thought coming up the better in that race, but Yellow Sam to the bottom, who we did tip in that race, is only going to carry 52 kilo, 52 52 kgs with Rumu Pins claim compared to 57 for Nunthorpe, who has to go up in up in weights for that win. Yellow I, Sam for me. Yeah, I'm sticking with I'm sticking with Yellow Sam from yeah. that race. She, he was still on ground off her late. I think 1400 meters is definitely his thing, but he's got to like it's a five kilo, four and a half, five kilo difference now, and that's definitely going to make up a fair bit for me. Just with that as well, Electric Bell was a very massive run, promising horse back in the day. It's that's a fifty one dollars. Yeah, I think Caulfield's probably it's only had one. One race here for it was pretty. It was honestly a second by point one of a length or something. It was a pretty good second. So, if you're not inclined to take four dollar odds and want to take a fifty one dollar horse for a win, and a place definitely have a go at Electric Bell. But yeah, I'm more than happy to take a Yellow Sam in that race with only fifty two kilos on his back. Nice. Race five is the Down Syndrome Victoria Jim Maloney Stakes over fourteen hundred meters. Don't really have a bet in the race. A couple of them. Like all right, I don't really have much knowledge about many of them. I know Oz Empress has been running behind Inhibitions and Co at Mooney Valley recently. Zuccaret, I think, might have been running a Group One actually. Up in number it's, five, Coco Sun for me. Coco Sun, Harry Kofi riding it. One um, two undefeated. One, two undefeated. Um, likes a soft track, which I think after a little bit of rain, it should go down to a good. I reckon. Yep, Caulfield, but I like it. Beautiful. All right. So the CEO is going to be back in number five, Coco Sun, and I think I'm going to steer clear. It doesn't really look like an entertaining race to me, so I'm just going to forget race five. And move on to race six, which is the best bet of the day territory. Wow. Yeah, Quine Pathways, Lamaros, the Testarossa over 1,400 metres, and the amenable form is going to be stacking up here. $1.95 against this field. It's probably not the best odds, but... It should just – the form it's in, coming behind Mr. Brightside, had the best sectionals in the race behind the Mr. Brightside and Co. in the in the, um, in the the Memzies. Just it, – it should be bet like whatever price it is, I'm going to be betting on it. I'd obviously love it for it to be a bit more to get more money, but $1.95, I'm still going to back it. And I really can't see a losing to this lot with 57 kgs drawn out. That's fine. Zara will get it back. It's definitely a run a haul. Definitely a run on horse. So from the spotter it's going to be in, I think a dollar ninety five should be a winning price, and it's definitely best bet of the day territory for me. Let's see how that one goes, mate. You've been flying, so I'm expecting this one to get up amenable. The form around it's it's been stacking up too good. So like I'm I'm merely backing it off the form, but that's definitely a better incline for me. Race seven is the Caulfield Guineas Prelude over fourteen hundred meters in. I, the, besides the race up and besides the going rose, this isn't we really race the day for me? Race just, the day for me. Yeah. Just to actually watch the race and learn from it. I would like two and three and six are definitely the main contenders as supported by the market, but I they haven't actually raced against each other till now, and I think that this race definitely is going to be is, is going to shape like it, it does always shape the Caulfield Guineas market. But I'm definitely just happy to. I, I can't. I can't split them right now. I have to see them raced against each other to be able to form an opinion. And for right now, I can't split them. I definitely – I rate Step Party so much, but that win from Step Party last start behind Legacies, like Legacies has kind of flopped off since, but I think she's just pulled up unwell. I'm definitely somewhat leaning V8's way, but 
if the party wins this, he ha- like he has to be a favourite of the Caulfield Guineas, and he was probably going to get my Caulfield Guineas nod if he wins this. So I'm getting on V8. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would. I'm, I'm leaning V8's way, but I think I, I'm not making it a tip because I just can't. I'll do it, I'll do it for you. Yeah, that's all right. So <laughs> someone's going to someone's going to take. I'll the, put my head on the line. It's big enough as it is. Someone's going to take it, but yeah, I think V8's definitely the one to go for on the market. But if the party wins, there's no knock on it. It's it, it should win either way. This this race, this is probably the race of the day, Caulfield for me, behind the Underwood. But yeah, definitely, definitely a lot to break down after the race. But definitely a no bet or no tip race for me. Race A is for the Cadenal Jewels MRC Foundation Cup over two thousand meters. Bit of a meh race against big field too. Yeah, floating artists have won, won that good race at the Valley the other week, which is probably good good form. Goldman is going up to the Melbourne Cup. This prep is is really good. He's going ticket in there, so he's just building his reps for it. Berkeley Square has been tossed around a few times and just can't really find his race. And future history was was betting to win the last race at um, Mooney Valley. We just got knocked off by Young Verda. So and we'll win this race. Yeah, really. I have gone big odds this week. Ten dollars. Yep. I've had a lot of double digits here, and I'll tell you what: if this gets up, it's going to be a massive grand final day. Each way or just on the nod. Each way. Yep. Each Beautiful. way, uh, we go 50-50 split. Yep. Uh, I think future history um, is deservingly second or third favourite, I should say. It's still not like oh, four favourite. It's yeah. out of it a little bit. So it's, it is a big field, though, to be fair. Yeah. And $10, I can see it. Mooney Valley, shorter straight, I reckon a little bit of distance around the corner. It'll be all right. Yep. There we go. CEO's got a bit on the race, number 16, future history, but I'm going to steer clear of that. Race nine is the Underwood Stakes, the group one of the day. Over 1,800 metres, and uh, I think besides the Corfield Guineas prelude, this is one hell of a race. Number two, Alligator Blood is backing up quickly from last weekend and goes to go and goes to go back-to-back in this race after winning it last year. Veyron Clare, the Melbourne Cup winner from a couple of years ago, is paying 126 schmackers. So wow. What a bet. But is he going to do it? I'm not going to do it, but I'm taking two horses in this race. I nearly wanted to take three, but I just don't know. Like it, number fourteen, attrition is one of my absolute favourites. I've I've really rate this horse, but it's got to carry pretty similar weight to some other good horses. Who I just tough race, yeah, really tough race. I just think there's some a couple other horses with just different caliber. I'm definitely probably going to have a small bit on attrition just in case it does win, but I can't tip it. The two I want to tip in the race, number eight without a fight, who I've tipped to win the Caulfield Cup, and I think this is just a perfect like start off for him. One eighteen hundred meters first up last start, last prep at Eagle Farm. It just looks to get another cushy run here. Barry eleven for Zara should just get back and run on beautifully. I think five dollars is a deserved, not favorite, second favorite. But the other one who I'm taking at each way odds is number ten at Solcombe. Blake Sheen and Chris Waller at eleven dollars a win and three thirty a place. That win first up behind Flash Flood, like in front of Flash Flood, actually over 1,700 metres was just too good to believe. The grant, like the sexuals here read off late in the 1,700 metre race. He was just tossed around the last couple, like his last prep, he was massive. I think he might have been one of the favourites for the Melbourne Cup or Caulfield Cup. Like he had a really big zoom around him for a couple of while, but just kind of faded off. But that win first up last start for, for Blake Sheen, I, I think he's backing better than ever. He's yep. got massive form going through him and eleven dollars a win, three thirty a place. Definitely inclined to play him each way. So I'm taking number ten each way and number five without a fight for a win. Uh, yeah, I'll go with no, uh, without a fight as well. Yeah, I think it's definitely. I, it's it's my tip for the Caulfield Cup, and 
I think whoever wins this, whoever normally wins this race, all the all the um, Turnbull stakes normally become a Caulfield Cup favourite. So I think if without a fight wins this, he'll just solidify himself in the Caulfield Cup market. Yeah. Get into the closing race at Caulfield on the day, which is the the rule Henley home sprint benchmark 100, over 1,100 metres. And I've got another little Benny 2 bets in this race as well. Number four, Midwest for Wiramu Pin. It was absolutely – arguably should have beaten Asfura in that race. And Asfura is going to go to a group one next week in the Moya on grand final leave. And I think that form is just too too irresistible for this kind of race. CEO, CEO, won't you give us your best bet? Number 12, Vivian, Craig Williams. And would you have it or not? That was my other bet in the race. Each way, $8, absolutely flying this prep. 53 kilos, Craig Williams. Knocked off a rider boy who's probably a group one horse, in my humble opinion, who went, went back up to Sydney, won up there in one of their main races. So I think that Sydney form is too good. Knocked him off. Barrier one. Five in a row we're going for here. Yeah. And it's if just this gonna... gets up, if I'm telling you, this is the biggest fill-up day ever or I'll never return to this podcast. Fucking hope so. I think from, from yeah, from gate one, $8 a win is just rude. Like, he should not be $8. That is actually... It'll come in. It'll yeah, come into the, about four fifty-five. Yeah, oh, that's... Oh, I, like, with some scratchings, yeah, but I, $8 right now is just fucking ridiculous. There's no way that horse should be $8. So, definitely take number 12, Vivian, each way, but I'm definitely still inclined to take number four for a win. Jeez. I think as for a form, is good form this type of year and should be, I think, 1,100-meter second-up suits. Uh, definitely likes Caulfield, and I'm definitely more than happy to take that yep. for a win as well. And I think that's about it for me and the CEO. I, n- nothing else the CEO wants to mention or for the big, day. Uh, it's been a big week, um, obviously, in terms of footy, in terms of all sports happening at the moment. Go the Blues. Go the Blues. Um, good luck to you as well, mate, for how that pans out. But this is a big race day, obviously. Footy's coming to a lesser halt now. Spring Carnival's ramping up, so... Obviously, thanks everyone that does tune in as well. It means heaps. If you can share it, send it to a mate. Give it a five-star rating as well. Send us some questions and some yes. tips as well. We want to put this out in the socials. We yes. love getting the fans involved. We want to get you guys. If you guys got some good tips for us, let us know. We're definitely more inclined to get your tips sent out there for everyone. So we send are. through whatever you got. We're a very social club and we're definitely glad to hear some other people's opinions. Absolutely. Good luck on the weekend, everyone. Punning, gamble responsibly. See you all next week.